pleased that you decide to join us in our message today. The message is titled Sex Trafficking Gen Z. This series is a part of the I Am Online Worldview School, which hosts well over 70 courses related to a biblical worldview. Our school focuses on addressing issues related to the believer's identity in Christ, as well as cultural and political issues of our day. Basically, we summarize it by saying we focus on Christ, culture, and Creator. We hope that you are deeply moved by this message today and certainly are hoping that you're challenged. This is not a topic that is easy for believers or non-believers to review, let alone contribute to the solution. Let's get started. Sex Trafficking Gen Z Sex trafficking is a booming business and our Gen Zers are the product. Kind of makes me nauseated a bit to cover this particular message. Today I received an email from one of our workers in South Kenya asking for help. His 16-year-old daughter is missing and police are suspecting foul play and alleged sex trafficking kidnapping. I immediately contacted an old friend of mine, Congresswoman Linda Smith, who leads Shared Hope, an outreach to those victimized by human trafficking. Since human trafficking is a global crisis, I probably don't need to explain this industry, but I will. Sex trafficking is one of the largest, if not the largest, black market industries in the world. Trafficking occurs when someone uses kidnapping or forced coercion to obtain ownership of a human to sell sex acts to interested buyers. They call it commercial sex. This sellable act usually includes face-to-face prostitution, pornography, social networking prostitution, and sexual performances. The owner of the victim uses the deception of benefits in return. It's a modality used to promise the victim to receive money, fame, drugs, shelter, food, clothing, or whatever else they can think of to motivate the minor. They do all this to obtain their willingness. That, of course, is after the victim is brainwashed. Sex trafficking is a huge problem which can take many forms. One of America's most popular forms is the multi-billion dollar illicit massage industry. Another common outlet is the online image transfer, meaning as the digital age, users are sending nudity of themselves and others to their friends and enemies. Online pimps are tracking for kidnapping or special invites into the industry. Keep in mind these pimps can locate the minor's specific location through advanced tracking software. Well, since the average age of capture is 12 through 16 years, that puts Gen Z as the highest risk generation. The bottom line for online and offline pimps is revenue, money. Pimps seek out young people who are desperate in need of protection, love, adventure, opportunity, 
and most of all a father or mother figure. And there's plenty of young Zers who fit that category. Where do these pimps find their victims? Well, the leading venue is online through social networking. The runner-up is the child's neighborhood via phone location. Then off to the bottom two arenas, which are clubs and schools. And then one of the more recent statistical alarms that have been sounded is unsupervised minor outings. Pimps are not exclusively hunting for girls. Boys are at equal risk. They use the methods of instilling fear and violence and intimidation, threats of harming the victim or their families. Once these threats become fear, the youth begin to cooperate. If the victim becomes anxious enough to want out, they are silenced by fear and repetitive control. If relentless anxiety rules the youth's life, they're introduced to drugs and alcohol abuse, usually by force of manipulation, and of course, addictions form. Then the pimp uses drugs and alcohol to motivate and maintain the control. This is their chosen method of brainwashing their victims until they are ready to compete. Yes, I said compete. Once on the market, the pimp uses competition to stimulate aggressive pursuit for the youth to be the best in their industry. After about two years, the victim falls into the cultural label of prostitute. As you might guess, once the youth is a marketable product, all kinds of mental and physiological problems are in place. Drug and alcohol addiction, self-inflicted violence, delinquency, teenage pregnancy, STDs, and yes, habituating abortions. Not to mention the loss of personal identity. This is when we as a society step in and begin to treat these troubled youth as a subculture which reinforces the problem. For many Christians, we forget the power of love. We lose sight of why we are here, why we became born again, why we were put on the earth to start with. The tragedy is not only a global problem, but our church has become impotent in reaching such a culture. Allow me to share a true-to-life and active problem with one of our social media giants. Gen Z is distancing themselves from the largest provider, and for good reason. The leading reason is because their parents use this social outlet to communicate, and they don't want to be like their parents. The second and more important reason is, Gen Z is catching on to the privacy violations this social media giant propagates. This is no news to the news-driven digital age, but the Internet is awash with horrendous media of children being sexually abused, images created and distributed to others who suffer from this twisted pleasure. These statistics reveal that 65% of these abuses show a full 12 million of the 18.4 million came from one single service, the leading messenger outlet, as well as some of the other chat apps. This social media giant is leading the charge to mask the images and messages relayed through its service 
to encrypt all data under the banner of privacy, which blocks, by the way, the law enforcement arena from viewing such data. Meaning the social posters of this twisted image posting is protected under their policies. While this policy appears to protect freedom of speech, it will create a darker and horrendous dark hole, a private place where child sexual abusers and pimps can flourish as they are torturing and abusing the children. The target audience just happens to be Gen Z. One of the leading trends within Gen Z is image posting, particularly videos. The twisted irony is Gen Z is mostly unaware that their compulsivity of posting selfies of their sexuality and their not-so-private acts of sexual encounters is being viewed by the world. One of the best platforms for this is the social networks that advances imagery. This issue is not only in confronting social networks in light of their privacy violation, but it is in the growing concern over the freedom of speech, images within the Internet. This is a global war that is worth fighting. Most know that Gen Z lives and functions within the big tech world. Most Gen Zers don't realize that the creator's design is demonstrated by way of sound and imagery. These child perpetrators use this truth to manipulate and capture this vulnerable generation. One of the leading trends with Gen Z is in the adjusting what they believe is right and wrong. The most disturbing factor in Gen Z's modality of changing what is right and wrong, according to social trending, is they perceive they can move the corner post of morality. While this is not a new ideation, it rubs against the one who set the ancient boundary line to start with, God. It was in this statistical reveal that prompted many researchers to ask the question why. Why do they believe that such a corner post could be moved? Well, the results were rather shocking to most. Their answer came through their perception of the church. Secondly, they revealed evidence that their view of God came directly from their peers, which, as you might guess, self-perpetuates the conclusion. This data resulted in the findings that Gen Z separates morality from God while pinning it to the people of God. Here's the key. Predators seek out victims without moral and spiritual convictions. While our ministry iGenZ does not support their conclusion, we completely understand their thinking. Further statistics show us that the whole of the church has made lukewarm the authentic doctrines of the Word of God. Gen Z has watched the church liquefy into the post-truth culture, making most churches impotent. Since Gen Z defines their identity through peer influence, they have detached from the church due to the abuse found in the church. The record number of sexual abuse and abuse of power and suicide and inner fighting and yes, even sometimes murder within the church is off the charts. 
Society has never seen such animosity in the church as they do today. It's no wonder why this generation is distancing themselves from the source that actually is supposed to heal and rescue them from our greatest predator, Satan. He wants our children. When people cannot find security and stability in a church or religious institution, they morph into tolerance. And sad to say, Gen Z has become the most religiously tolerant group to date. All these modalities, issues, statistics play into the world of sex trafficking. And we have to educate our adults, the ones that are called to protect the children, we know we have a bigger problem. The perfect place for pimps to shop is in a generation that suffers with gender confusion. Even though there's a movement within this generation to support gender association with birth, new statistics include the view of humans being born with gender-associated genetics, including gender transitioning. But still, we have some hope that a part of this movement is reconsidering gender neutrality. While it is true that this generation is proving to be the most tolerant regarding same-sex associations and numerous sexual identities. 67% of Gen Z today identifies as exclusively heterosexual. It's a good number, considering the implosion of same-sex ideations in our culture. Even though our institute loves these numbers, Gen Z indeed still holds the record of any generation supporting same-sex identification. Well, that still means we have 67% of this generation which can be saved from this demise. Since statistics show that gender association is directly related to Gen Z's view of God, several of the movements in culture today, like God is a she, Jesus is homosexual, Jesus is nor male or female. All the derivatives of these cultural beliefs are problematic because of our topic. Most worldviews are birthed through sex-identified views. Religions have associated gender with their gods for many centuries. While our statistics reveal that this generation is the most confused sexually identified culture, Their bottom line and their way of thinking can be used to recycle their beliefs to sustain a biblical worldview. And that's our hope. Sexual identity is at the core of sexual addictions. Gen Z is cloaked with these addictions. Gen Z is addicted to the Internet imagery problem we have today. This promotes a serious problem with sex in general, and the power of the visuals that now are available to assist human traffickers. These facts open the door for on- and offline shopping for the degenerate salespeople to come and buy your children and grandchildren with their lies. I certainly hope our eyes are wide open. Oh God, save the children. The question becomes, are you teaching your children and grandchildren who they are in Christ? Okay, 
Maybe most of them are not saved. Now you have a bigger job, leading them to Christ before it's too late. Too late, you say? Yes. The Holy Scripture says the road to destruction is wide, and the road to authentic salvation is narrow. It says it right in Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the way is broad that leads to destruction. And there are many who enter through it. For the gate is small, and the way is narrow that leads to life. And there are few who find it. This is a very startling fact coming out of Jesus' mouth. In our culture today, we have the tendency to believe that the wide road, multiple religions, or different pathways all lead to God. They do not. The only way to God is through Jesus Christ. We understand that most parents are not alarmed until this problem is right on their doorstep. The issue of human trafficking is too painful for most to review, let alone contribute to the solution. The first and foremost thing that we need to do is pray. If you are an indwell believer, it starts there. Secondly, get educated. We have partnered with Congresswoman Linda Smith and her organization, Shared Hope. Take time to visit their website. Get involved. Finally, Stop allowing your minors to freely surf the Internet. This is critical. The web is the database for this horrific problem. Keep your minors out of clubs and unsupervised outings. Cultural problems go pandemic when the guardians of minors assume their children are safe and they let them go out without supervision, protection. Sex trafficking Gen Z is a big issue to our institute. In fact, all of the cultural issues that this generation is facing is a big deal to us. I had someone recently ask me a question. You're a theologian. Why are you deviating your writings to detail social issues? Well, it didn't take me long to respond to that one. I believe the Lord's spiritual leaders are the primary leaders to address Christ, culture, and Creator. Leaders who are not highly qualified in these three are putting the people at risk. I refuse to do that. After all, a well-grounded teacher knows this. Culture is spiritual. Until next time.